The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. Wow, you broke the bells. Break my bells. How do you go through the strings on those things? It's leather. How, how do you break leather? I don't know. Have you been using that in some weird sex act? No. I'm going to have to get some more leather though now. Huh. Yeah, I just broke the bells. So anyway, would you stop? What? So anyway, um, <laughs> what is your problem? Uh, many, many things. So did you say that you didn't know what you were going to talk about or you didn't have any subjects? No, not that it's going to come to me until we start talking. Well, some interesting things have been going on in the news lately. And when I saw... When you say lately, you mean what? Well, last last week or two, I think California is like rounding up how who to give reparations to. Oh. For the black people. How? Well, now they're now they're saying it's only going to be descendants of, of slaves, but France tried that before too. Oh, they did uh, reparations for 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 uh, Jewish people, but they made it almost impossible to. Like you got to come, you got to bring forth a lot of documentation. Okay, but when I saw that, it wasn't about the reparations. When I saw that, it made me question again. You know, how dumb are we? For one, but it also kind of solidified the. The people that are in power think we're amazingly petty and stupid. And it doesn't matter which side you are. I mean, you know, the people on the other side talk about, like, rights, constitution, rule of law till the cows come home. But they're just as, you know, they're just as corrupted and, and tainted as the, the people on the, on the other side. And basically, the people on the other side... side the, the, the ones that call themselves progressives and, and, and you know, the caring group. Uh-huh. The touchy-feely, we-care-about-people group. Uh-huh. I think that they think that we're just as dumb. They uh, don't... They look down they look down on on people like me, people from the country. Okay. Um, normal people, if you will, people that don't have power. Right. They, they think that... Uh, are these people, are you talking about people in power or are you just p- talking about people who are left, lean, like, very left leaning? Uh, mostly people in power. Right. I, I think, I think, I think as a, as a general rule of thumb, 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 people kind of look down on everybody else anyway. Yeah, it seems like it's hardwired a little bit. You know, to think that individually we are the best, the pinnacle, the zenith. And everybody else is just trying to compete no matter no matter what. You know, you might have a, a huge inferiority complex or whatever. You still think that you're smarter than everybody else. And that's just I, I believe that's that's just kind of innate. Uh, it helps you I think it helps you navigate stuff. It helps you get along in the world. Confidence is a big thing. Right. But it doesn't matter which which political party is. I think the ones in power think that everybody else is dumb. Which is kind of funny. 
Because why would they, I mean, my experience of just all, all walks of life is that the more, the older I get, the more I just feel like everyone's very similar, like kind of stupid. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's just getting older. I don't know. Could be. It could very well be. I mean, um, but it's just kind of funny that they would have like, like, why would they think that everybody's stupid? Why would those in power think that everybody's stupid? But you got to think that there's some reason why you're better than everybody else. You're in a better position. The conventional wisdom is, you know, you want to you want to feel like you deserve what you get. As long as it's good. Right. So you don't want to sit there and say it's dumb luck that I ended up the president of the United States or a billionaire. You want it to be because you're worthy. Right. My whole thing is I don't think that anyone's that worthy. If anything, the it's guy, not a zero sum game. No, if anything, the guy that's that's busting his ass trying to trying to make a living and put food on the table for his family mm-hmm. is just as worthy, if not more worthy, than the guy or gal who can like you know hit a baseball, run up and down a court dribbling a ball, or you know coming up with some line of code, whatever. I wouldn't say more worthy, actually. I wouldn't even say just as worthy. But the funny thing is, is you, you put that guy busting his hump, doing whatever, you know, mowing lawns, being a doctor, whatever. You put that person in the superstar slot <laughs> where they have access to everything. Uh-huh. They turn out to be just as useless. <sighs> So, you know, that, that, that's been my, that's been my, my whole, that's been the thing that, that, that occupies my brain a lot, you know, is, is your goodness as a person just situational? You mean you're good because you're, you haven't been exposed to yeah. power? Yeah. You obey the laws because you aren't, you aren't in a position to skirt it. Well, it's hard to test though. Well, it is. I think hypothesis. It's hard to test a lot of things, but the whole idea that we are more prone to being fair, more prone to being law abiding, whatever that's supposed to mean, you know, more prone to being not a jerk. That's that takes effort. I mean, who's, who's the guy that did the experiment? Because everyone thinks that that they wouldn't be a Nazi, mm-hmm. or um, involved in in ethnic cleansing. Are you going to talk about that experiment with the students? Oh, with the shocks or with the, with uh, the shocks? That that's one. Uh, I forget the I forget that that guy's name, but he also did another one with like the lines. I didn't know the lines one. Uh, basically, just to go along, you will agree with the group. So, there was like, the experiment was in a room full of seven people. One person was the actual mark. One person wasn't in on, in on it. And uh, you went around the room and asked people. You, you, you had like one line in column A, 
and then three other lines in column B. And what are the lines of length? Like, you know, a line that's maybe an inch long Okay. on one side, on the left side, and then three other lines of varying lengths. And they'd ask you which line on the other side is most like, is just as long as the one on the left. Okay. And the, the experiment would start out, people would, would just kind of like, they'd, they'd be like, they'd be truthful. So if like, you know, if, if the line on the left was more similar to line number three mm-hmm. on the right, they'd all say line three. Right. And the, the, the mark, the person that's, that's actually the subject of the experiment would, would be like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's three. Right. But, and they'd do a couple where they would, they'd say the right thing. And then like on, uh, randomly, they'd pick the wrong line. Right. One person would like pick him- the wrong the, the one per, one person would pick the wrong line and it, so like like if the people were seated in a row the person that was being experimented on would be number five or number six after all the picks after a couple of the picks mm-hmm. and so if there's seven people and you're you're seated in numbers in, in seat number six and they ask seat number one what it is for the first few questions, it would be correct. It would be the same link line. But let's say on question four, the first person would say, oh, it's similar to a different line that's clearly not the same length. Right. And then the second person would say that. And the third person would say that. And the fourth person would say that. And the fifth person would say that. <laughs> so now you're sitting there, there's two more people left and you're, you're, you're number six to answer. And, you know, at first, they would sit there and go, they would, they would like they would be visibly. No, that's not the same length. Surprised, but they would go with it like a third of the time, just to go along. Really? Yeah. Well, I remember seeing that. Um... But the shock thing is the same, right? They'd have, you couldn't see the person on the other side, who was an actor. And you'd be informed. You'd be. You'd be. You'd be. You'd be told that if the other person picked the wrong answer, you were supposed to give them a shock, and the shocks would go increasingly higher. Right. So you'd hear people going ah, or and then it would just get increasingly louder. But there wasn't any real shocks. No, it was just an actor. Okay. And oh, I thought that the people were actually being shocked. No, no, they weren't being shocked, and and more often, more often, and people would just sit there and and keep on administering these shocks. Because someone in authority told them to. Huh. And the thing about the, the war crimes tribunal was like, the, the, the defense was, I was just following orders. And the response to that was like, well, you can't do that. So the only takeaway I came from that was not, oh, people are evil. It was, if you're going to do some questionable shit, you better, you better win that war. Because if you lose, <laughs> people want to come after you. I just remember seeing that that little. It was like a show on TV. It was like a blue. It was like a blooper situational show where where they were playing a game of golf, and uh, they they had one round. They had they had two mics. They had one where nobody was cheating, and then one person cheated, and and then that person got called out. So there's no cheating went on, and then there was a second one with a different guy, and then every and then everybody else who was part of the the, the show, they were all cheating, and then he just went along. He started cheating, 
Because he was like, he was like, if everybody's cheating, I might as well cheat too. Well, but that's that's the thing. I mean, that's the the conclusion or the theory is we're really we're we're wired to go along, and that makes sense because we live in groups, and it's kind of hard to get by by yourself. So if everybody's cheating, you cheat. It's it not necessarily well, yes, but well, most people. Well, I. No, pretty much everybody cheats somehow. Cheat to go along. If everybody's cheating, you're going to cheat. Well, it's more it's more of to go along. It's more of you you go along. Cuz it doesn't it doesn't help you to be the squeaky wheel. Right? If everybody else is cheating and you don't cheat, then you've got a Serpico situation going on. <laughs> Where everybody else is cheating is going to be like, "Well, we need to get rid of this guy because he's not cheating." Yeah. But then the, the flip side of that is what you were saying before is that you're saying like in the in the in the upper echelons of power I, I remember you saying this on I don't can't remember if it was on a podcast or not, but you were saying in those in those like upper echelons you gotta cheat to get into the group. Yeah. So that that so so that and basically everybody in that in that group has something on everybody. That's and generally so what it is. if you get out of line, yeah. or if you're like, all of a sudden you're persona non grata, then they just fucking... Yeah, they're going to get you for cheating. Then, the, then then all of a sudden you'll be gotten for cheating, even though everybody else is cheating. That's, yeah. It, I, it, it seems pretty clear that that's what happens. And yet, everyone just kind of closes their eyes to it. Well, it's like you were saying in China, right? Like the thing with the fake, was it like the fake baby, the baby formula mm-hmm. that killed a whole lot of babies? Well, they didn't care that it killed babies outside of China. Right. The only time, when it got, when it got, when it got serious was when it started killing people in China. But they sacrificed basically. Yeah. A couple like of, it was like a couple of guys. Right? Oh, no, it, was, it, was, it was like a couple upper guys. Right. But they weren't like upper, upper. Right. So it was like, here you go, guys. Yeah. We're doing something about this. Yeah, killing killing the monkeys to satisfy the dogs. Yeah, that's messed up. But, you know, the, the princelings weren't sacrificed. It was it was somebody that just happened to get bootstrapped up. Right. So, you know, for people that want to be super successful or in, in the power group, I'm like, do you really want to be in the power group? Because... I'm against cronyism of all types. And I, I'm talking about undeserved cronyism, right? Of course, if I'm in a position where I, where I have... If I'm, in a, if I'm in a certain position and I can help my friends, family, and children, I will. Yeah. Right? But I would, I would hope... And again, this is, this is... This can only be tested if it ever happens. But I would hope if I was in a situation I had a dropkick of a kid... That I wouldn't get them into fucking Harvard or Stanford or make them a doctor. Because that kid could kill somebody. Yeah. Or a cop. Or whatever. So speaking of drop kicks, So this is something he said, I think, on the podcast last week. Because I was editing just a couple of days ago. So you're talking about Biden. Hunter Biden. Right? So Hunter Biden. Who, by all accounts, is not stupid. No, well, he can't be. In fact, certain some people, uh, one 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 journalist that's actually been kind of following him, thinks he's actually pretty smart. Right. At least smarter than his dad. Right. Well, that's not difficult. Yeah. Funnily enough. 
Um, yeah, he doesn't seem dumb. He just seems like he's got some problems. He's got several problems, dude. His, his mom died when he was a small child. Yeah. Um, he had, if you believe in the, in the, in the whole psychology type things. Yeah. And I do to a certain extent. So his dad was absent. Yep. Getting, getting his, his, his whatever. Yeah. His mom died when he was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad remarried and, and basically spent his life trying to, to gain the love of his stepmother. Right. And his father. Right. But, you know, the thing that I don't like about psychology is, is, is as a field of study is everything, everything, what was it? When I was reading one book about it, about something, everything kind of revolves like all of your problems can be, can be the source of them can be like, uh, did you say something? <laughs> no, you just farted. That's what it was. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> the, everything, everything can be, can be traced back to traumatic potty training. Well, like if your potty training experience was a little too traumatic, then that just opens the door for all kinds of problems later in life. I think that's extreme. But it, whether what we think or not is kind of beside the point. It's just the group, the people that are that are. I mean, I think there's stuff that gets buried in your in your psyche. I mean, have you ever had that where, where you've had some quiet time and? Maybe a period of days where, and then all of a sudden you you have like a memory. No. Oh. I had a very untraumatic life. That's the lie. Um, but I, I had no, a very I, untraumatic childhood. I remember when I did a, I did a silent retreat, and I like day four, day five of the retreat, all this stuff started coming up that I didn't remember from my childhood. I mean, I've had difficulties in life and in childhood, like everybody else, but they didn't really revolve around having an abusive parent. Yeah. Well, I think abuse does affect you, but I don't, I don't know to what extent it affects you. I think difficulties affect you differently. Yes, some people rise above, and some people don't. But anyway, the the Hunter Biden thing, which I thought was interesting, is just is the damn laptop, right? Because, and this is a fucking talk, you know, like it's just the question of why, right? Like, you know, it got discounted right at that essential you know that kind of moment in the in the election in the run-up to the election where trump's campaign was talking about the laptop and well, it didn't get discounted it and got, everybody was saying the story got the story got buried it's yeah yeah like and now the story got not covered and now all of a sudden it's getting tons of coverage just all of a sudden yeah because you know he's he's so i'm like well why well, one one theory is that he's outlived his usefulness. Mm-hmm. So there's there needs to be a a change. But that's not like they're going to change mid. Surely they're not. The plan isn't to get rid of him now. I think if they had a better vice president, yeah, it would have happened last year. Really? Yeah. And better being more popular. Right. If there was a more popular, she's not very popular. She's less popular. Than Biden. So even in his even in his daughtery moments, he was probably picked. He probably picked because you know. I don't know why they chose her though. Why he chose her? Well, did he choose her? I mean, the party. The party went. Well, the party chose him. I don't think he chose her. I think he did. I think. I think he. They hate each other. I think even. I, well, 
Lyndon Johnson hated Bobby Kennedy. Well, I didn't think they liked each other, that's for damn sure. Lyndon Johnson and Bobby Kennedy hated each other with a passion. Really? So much so that uh, on the night of the the nomination of the Democratic ticket, Mm -hmm. Bobby Kennedy, the story is Bobby Kennedy went to Lyndon Johnson and said, we're going with somebody else. Uh-huh. And right when he, right when Bobby Kennedy said that, John Kennedy called Lyndon Johnson and asked him to be the to be his wife, to be his running mate. Oh, and the story goes like, right as Robert Kennedy was telling Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon, we're going to go with somebody else. John F. Kennedy calls Lyndon Johnson and says, "Hey, you want to be? Will you be my running mate?" What? And you know the story goes like, hangs up like, ah, 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 he hangs up the phone, and Lyndon Johnson's like, "That was your brother." So the the implication of the story is what Bobby Kennedy was trying to do was tell Lyndon they're going to somebody else. Uh-huh. Go back to to his brother and say, "Oh, I asked Lyndon, but he didn't want to do it." Really? Yeah. What? Where did you read this? It was it, it was a story that my one of my my uh, my teachers in high school used to tell me, or tell the class. So, so yeah, it's just kind of odd, just. It all feels like fucking, again, it just feels like everything is just to manipulate everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it is. And it's hard to not be taken in because, you know, you don't want to go through life not believing. Did you see the the, the Senate hearing where the, they were asking about that some tech guy at the FBI where the laptop was? No. And they were, oh, like, yeah, yeah. they were like, where's the laptop? And he, he was, was like, I don't know. He was the head of the cyber division. Yeah, he's like, I don't know where the laptop is. And the, he's like, you don't know where the laptop is. Well, even that. But but all that, it's just, it's all show. And, you know, I'm, ju- I'm just as... I'm in the same, same zoo as everybody else. And as much as I crow about you can't believe anybody, you can't not believe everybody. Anybody. I read news. I consume news, infotainment, just like everybody. But my main sources happen to be diametrically opposed to each other. Which is weird. But it's funny. Because both both of those, the sources on both sides say the same thing. We are fair and unbalanced. (laughs) You mean fair and balanced? Huh? Fair and balanced. Yes, that's what I meant. Did I say something? I said unbalanced, didn't I? <laughs> you know, the, the, I like that bit of fair and unbalanced. But they're not objective. That's actually fair and unbalanced is like why more correct. And, and, sure. and that's why that's why I have a hard time with things because, I mean, I'm still struggling with objective subjective. To the point where I can I can I actually believe objective stuff. Because I'm a subjective person, just like everybody else. Got my own thoughts, got my own beliefs. And if and if a belief or, or and if some some piece of information happens to to resonate with my thoughts and beliefs, I want to believe that. Yep. But you know, outside of outside of you know, the sun rises in the morning and when it goes down, it's night. I don't know if I will believe. 
objective stuff. You mean when it's presented to you? Well, even if... Well, if first, it's subjective. The first point is... Objective. The first thing is, is anything presented to me objective, number one? That I know. Right? And then secondly, even if I were confronted with objective stuff, would I even believe it? I don't know. Because, because I can always attack, find a chink or a weakness in the presenter. But that shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't, but that's, that's the, the, the most common way of attacking an argument, the ad hominem attack. That's true. What does ad hominem mean? Personal? Does it? I think so. So, so I really want to talk about this thing, and I know everybody's talking about it, and it's kind of a distraction. You going to talk about the Oscars? I'm going to talk about the Oscars. I'll go right ahead. Everybody else has been doing it. So, I'm trying to figure out why the hell I've been thinking because I thought because I went online and I, I started watching reaction videos as soon as it happened right like people had them up straight away of course YouTube, of like course 20 minutes half an hour an hour so I'm watching all this and I'm like who is the who is the arbiter of this happening to Will Smith other than Will Smith I mean Will Smith obviously decided to go and do it but I'm like is it as like because he the coverage, you know, when you look at the coverage, it looks like he's laughing at the joke. He was laughing at the joke. He was laughing at the joke, right? But then you look so over then, and see see his wife, and she's not happy. Right, she's not happy, but but so what? Like, that's not a good enough reason to get up there and fucking slap somebody in front of however however many people are watching this fucking thing. I mean, it was a mad thing to do, you know. Let's say it was real. And I'm just going to say, you know, I guess I'm in the toxic masculinity club because I think he was well within his rights to do that as a, as a husband. He was smirking. That's the other thing. Like you see him, he's smirking on the camera. Like he's looking very happy about what he just did, which, you know, it's real odd to me. Um, but just his whole behavior was odd, you know, but, um, and now, you know, and now there's all sorts of stupid stuff coming out, like people saying both of them need to apologize and, you know, it's like a, it's like a sad day and it's terrible and everyone's sitting there saying how, how traumatized they were by it. Like, nobody was fucking traumatized at the time. If they were, then they really need some help. People didn't look traumatized at all. I mean, there were some people that were shocked. Well, it is shocking because no one no one thinks that they would that anyone would be. If if it was a real situation, then that guy was just overcome with emotion, and I can totally understand that. Right. But on the flip side of it, you know, because because I only caught I didn't catch the slap. I was I was flipping channels. Oh, you missed the slap. And I I happened to tune in when Will Smith was receiving his Oscar, like halfway through his speech, and I saw him crying and saying all this stuff, and I was like, what a weirdo! And I just you know. Right. Switched over to, to Ion or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, and then when I talked to you later on that night and then saw the rest of it, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. But I, I just can't help. My go-to was like, it's her fault. My go-to was like, she was the one that, that, 
led to this all happening. But then I'm like, she wasn't the one that went up there and slapped him though. It was Will. And he probably shouldn't have done it, you know. But I, but I can't help. And, and then, um, and then there's apparently Denzel Washington took him aside and said, "This is when the devil comes for you, you know. Like when you're when you're on a high, that's when the devil comes for you." And I'm like, "Damn, that's a well, that's true. That's a very interesting thing to say um, in that moment." And I was just like personally surprised, given what he did. That he then went out and partied and did all the stuff, and I, I guess he was just like not thinking which adds, about it. which adds evidence to like because I I still I still haven't come to the conclusion of whether or not it was staged or not. Number one, oh, I didn't think it was staged, and I'm leaning more towards that myself. That but, it wasn't staged. Yeah, I didn't think it was, but I, I I also think it's kind of funny how the silence is violence crowd was pretty silent <laughs> at the time. Sure. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If it was a if it was a a Caucasian actor, yeah, that did that, went up on stage and slapped Chris Rock in the face. Oh my goodness! I think that Caucasian actor would have been they would have done. been removed, right? And I personally think that's the reason why Will Smith accepted speech was so weird, because he probably sat there and thought, "Oh my God, everything's done." You know, he had that moment of panic where where he did something that felt momentarily satisfying yeah and then he realized oh no what have i done right but at the end it was like he's in the end it's it's that's why i don't like the victim privilege thing well yeah okay because he's probably gonna not have that many ramifications because he's black well i don't know about that I think it could affect his, his, his box office draw. I personally never liked him as an entertainer, so I never watched any of his movies anyway. You never saw Men in Black or... I didn't pay for it, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. I mean, uh, what about Independence Day? I didn't pay for that either. Okay. I didn't go see it in the theaters. Because I've always kind of liked his movies. So. I, never, I, I never went to see any of his movies in the theaters, and when I happened to catch them on DVD... I never paid for the DVDs. Right. You know, someone's like, hey, I want to watch this movie. Okay. Yeah. But I just, I, I still, I, to me, like, all roads point back to her, you know? Um, but, you know, that's just, that was just my gut. Right? Well, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of stuff floating around about their marriage and how weird it is and all kinds of stuff. And Right. And, you know, not excuses, but rat, but. But, but, uh, but Chris Rock didn't go there. Like, like, you know, they asked, uh, what's his face? The British guy, Ricky Gervais. They asked Ricky Gervais if he would have said anything different, if he would have made that joke. He said, no, I would have made that a, a joke about her boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> was this August or whoever the fuck this person is? But I, I didn't know about any of that other stuff. Like, I, I knew that they had like a, quote an open marriage and that there was like well it weirdness. seems like seems like the only it seems from from the stuff I've heard it seems like it's only open for on her side right so that's weird like in he itself. like he is totally wrapped up in her right Will Smith is right but and she's just I'll do whatever I want and if you want to stay you stay if you don't there's the door and he's like no 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 I want to and, there's, and there's also been some other, other footage where it seems like she's laughing after he slaps him she is Right, she's laughing at the joke that he made after when he when uh 
when when Chris Rock was like, "Oh, Will, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me," and she's laughing. Yeah. So, it's just, but I mean, it's obviously getting like way too much coverage. Well, sure, and you know, for anyone for anyone to sit there, well, what I've heard a lot is that, that she's fair game, and I agree because she's a she's a celebrity too. Right. You know, she she put herself in the ring, which is different from you know, like making fun of Sarah Palin's Down syndrome baby. Right. That's different. Right. Did people do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember they went after um, Donald Trump's youngest son again. That's that that is that is in line with making fun of Sarah Palin's do- son. Right. But that the left turns a blind eye to that stuff. That stuff's all right because it's yeah because it's against them. Right. So any so, and and that's that's really the the mentality that I that I rail against, successfully or unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't like the. If you're gonna if you're gonna put yourself in there, then you get what you get. Right. So you know, with like with like aristocracy, talking about oh, I'm on this microscope and I didn't ask for this and blah blah this and blah blah that. And you're right, you're right, you didn't ask for that. But now you're a grown ass adult. Mm-hmm. You can leave. Yeah. I'm just, I would just be curious to know what the internal monologue of the people that saw that slap is, like a lot of the stars that were there, what they actually were feeling about it. Because you know that they don't, that they fucking hate Ricky Vajuvais. There's no question about it. The reason why I thought that the slap wasn't real was because it didn't sound like a slap to the face. It just sounded like it hit, hit a microphone. Really? And Chris Rock must have like incredibly durable skin because. Yeah. There was no mark. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the weird part about it is he didn't, but maybe he's just, maybe he's been slapped before. Well, according to Chris Rock, he'd been, he spent a lot of his youth being jumped a lot and being right. beaten up. And, so maybe he's just. And, and he has, he had such, I think, I think I heard, this is, this is a second hand. I heard something, so it might be third hand by now, because it was on NPR mm-hmm. about when he was small, he had like a Joe Pesci moment where he basically. Someone had bullied him, and he he just attacked the guy and started kicking him and all that junk. Mm-hmm. And he was he came to the realization that he could kill somebody, so he went through like. Uh, he purposely does not put himself. He doesn't do it, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't have physical altercations. Because he's afraid he won't stop. Oh really? Yeah, and I I totally get that. I mean I'm I'm like that, right? So you know, so so he had a comedy show. He didn't he didn't address it. Uh, um, he did. He didn't. He he said. What did he, he say? I think he said he'll talk about it later. You're like right. he's still processing or whatever. Right. But you know, I'm just I'm just sitting there going okay. But it was it was it was strange. And and when you told me about it, I went and found it. Yeah. Quite quickly, I saw it and I was like, oh wow. And everybody's got an opinion about it, and it's the the other coverage. Some other stuff I was seeing. It was saying that that Chris Rock has made jokes about Jada before. Sure. And he's probably said to him before, don't fucking, you know, don't make, don't be talking about my wife. Right? And he still did it. He still made the joke. Yeah. So, so maybe he shouldn't have made the damn joke. But that, then again, that, that, that's where my fair game thing comes out. Yeah. But if they're friends... Even if they're not. 
because and that and that's something we can probably explore later but that whole thing about how I can talk shit about my friends and my family but you can't mm-hmm. I don't understand where that comes from doesn't mean that I don't do it it just means I don't understand because if you're going to talk shit about your own family then that's fair game for someone else to talk shit about them well it kind of depends right I mean if, if I'm sitting there talking about how stupid my sibling is mm-hmm and then someone says, yeah. oh, yeah, she's a dumbass. Right. Or he's a dumbass. And agrees with you. And then I'll be like, what the hell? What are you saying? Right? That's a little odd. It is. And what if my sibling is a dumbass? Then it's even more odd. Because I wouldn't sit there and go, like, if, if my sibling is, is super tall. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, that fucker's super tall. Uh-huh. And then someone else is like, yeah, you're right. That fucker's fucking Bigfoot. Sasquatch. <laughs> And I was like, why why you call my silly Sasquatch, man? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I, even though I felt those emotions, I can't, I don't understand it. Just like, just like I don't understand why, you know, why I want to have sex all the time. Even if I had a willing partner, it's not like I could have sex 24 hours a day, 10 hours a day, five, two hours a day. <laughs> you know, maybe if I have, if I was doing nothing. But this, you know, that, that whole drive, something I don't understand, which is a little bit, it's tangentially related, but on the other thing, I don't, I don't understand the emotional thing of, I can talk trash on people I know, right? but nobody else can talk trash about them. Like your family, especially. Right. Right. Like, how is it on one? And do you think it, and do you think it makes a difference whether or not Chris Rock knew or did not know about her condition? I think it, I think it would have made a difference to him. Right. Like I would, one would think that if he knew about the condition, he probably wouldn't have made the He'd joke. probably stay away from it, but he'd also be all like, cause she, if he knew, cause she makes videos about, it. she's the one that tells everybody and she, she told, she told everybody about about it and she's like I love my beautiful bald head right right and I'm like clearly you don't (laughs) yeah but again it's that same thing right I can say things but other people can't right is even from her point of view that's what it would be I can make fun of my bald head or or my fat belly I can make fun of how fat and and unattractive I am but if someone else calls me fat or unattractive I'm I'm like those fighting words but it's, it's just kind of funny because like with the reaction videos Black dudes are like, he's fucking well within his rights to do that. He shouldn't have said that shit about his wife. As a dude, I agree. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I get that. I can, I can, I can put myself in both those people's shoes. And as if I were Will Smith, I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. You know, and people were like, well, he should, could have left, right? He could have just got up and left. Well, he could have. Why? Why pull a bitch move? I'm a dude. I'm a man. Yeah. So. From the hothead perspective, I think Chris Rock was incredibly self-controlled. <laughs> I mean, he even pulled out a fucking one-liner. Yeah. He's like, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Exactly. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, he, was, he was incredibly self-controlled in that moment. But, you know, as a man, as a husband, sure. You talk trash about my wife, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come for you. But you're saying it's a different situation because they're... Because they're in the spotlight. Because they've put themselves out there. They're, they're going to have to be able... They, they have to weather those. 
Right. And he knows that too. He's like, cause he was like sitting there saying like, yeah, you know, you get in this business and you have, you get, you have to get, you're supposed to get used to people disrespecting you and blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. I'm like, I feel for you, dude. Yeah. But you know, if you're, if you're Will Smith, the construction worker, Will Smith, the cop, Will Smith, the whatever, no one knows who you are. No one's going to talk shit about your wife. Yeah. And if they do fully expect to get pounded. Right. Now, I understand that we're supposed to be in a nice, touchy-feely, more evolved situation now, mm-hmm. but we still have war. Yeah. We still have people. We still have, have, we still try to train people and employ people to use violence against others, the threat of violence. Mm-hmm. So clearly we're not that evolved. <laughs> and I know I just said clearly, which is a, a, a word I really hate to say. But that's that's the difficulty, and and no one really quite knows how to, you know, the certainly the left they don't know what to fucking say about it, right? Because they're like, well, I because he's the you know Will Smith is the, he's the beloved. Look, they're full of shit, guy. Look, they're full of shit. The whole crowd, you know, if you're a believer, then you're a dupe. I I think basically we're, you can you can really put all of humanity in two camps: the dupes and the grifters. It's kind of interesting. There were people that didn't stand when he got the Academy Award. There were people that stood and there were people that didn't stand. Well, for like whatever. Jason Momoa, he didn't stand up. Good for him. You know, I mean, he was clapping, but he didn't, he, he, he wasn't fucking standing. Okay. You know, I noticed that. Right? Good for him. But, you know, I don't, I don't know what's in Jason Momoa's head, but he might have been sitting there going, dude. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You just, <laughs> like, like half an hour ago, you just did that, right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, you know? and, you know, and when people were saying, like, there was, there was, there was thoughts about taking him out of the room, I'm sitting there going, well, y'all, y'all are full of shit too. Cause if, if, if that was, if that was any other person, like a non, a non victim privileged person, mm-hmm. I, number one, I don't even know if they would have gotten up on stage. If they, well, no, he would have been able to get up on stage if it was, a, if it was a non victim privileged actor. Yeah, you could, you know, if it was an A-list, if it was Bradley Cooper. Right. Yeah, it's not like he'd be stopped. But if it were Bradley Cooper, he'd have been... Ejected. Yeah. I believe that. Mm. But, uh, you know, it's had so much coverage, you know, like wall-to-wall coverage. Oh, it has. And I've way more coverage than the war in Ukraine. Well, even that, that's, that's, I believe that's manipulation too. I mean, not that I think that the war is fake. Right. The coverage. But, you know, I tend to I tend to start being doubtful of stuff when everything when everything the people in, 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 in positions of authority and power are telling me to feel something. Mm-hmm. I tend to want to I my my immediate go to is I don't think I should. There's there's something deeper going on here. And if they're all on the same page all of a sudden? Yeah. Which they are. Yeah. Then it's like, well, Okay. It's like every every network, every fucking politician. Look, I know I'm a dupe. I, I claim that I claim that title proudly. I'm not a grifter. I'm a dupe. Not that I believe anything, but that's that's basically the category that, that the world has put me in, the category of dupe. You know, if if I'm lucky I'll be able to like economically take care of myself and my family on my on what I think is my own power and that's about all I'm gonna get. Well you don't know that. The only alternative is to be a grifter. You don't know that either. You know what? You're right. 
because there there's another oper- there's there is another possibility that that the creator might create for me mm-hmm. in which case I will be a legend <laughs> and you already might no I'm just kidding um, yeah I'm I mean, already a legend in my own mind I don't I don't need you don't know what's that. gonna happen but yeah I mean based on experience that's fair statement what you said is probably gonna be the case and at least something like fucking miraculous happens well Unless I'm called to do something miraculous. Right. And it's not going to be because of of any special abilities or sensibilities on my part. Well, you don't know. Well, yeah. No, I do know. That part I do know. If the creator calls you to do something, mm-hmm. whether you believe in the creator or not, you are called. <laughs> you are called. And when you do it, it's not your glory. It's not your kudos. And if you think it's your kudos, then you're in trouble. Well, you're not going to have an easy end. Yeah. But, you know, we'll end on that. You know, the, the, in the Judeo-Christian uh, tradition, all of the prophets, all of these people that did these great things, basically ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. And the, that's... They're freaking, like, outliers... They were just not like Moses was like, everybody thought he was some whack job. Mm-hmm. Jesus, son of a carpenter. Okay. <laughs> and it's not like carpentry, carpentry now. Carpenter back then was any, any other, any schmuck that can't read. I didn't, but he could read though. So he was, maybe he wasn't a carpenter, but you know, we don't need to go down. He was down. an educated carpenter, David. Again, that's like, that's like, that's like virginal horror <laughs> in my book. Cold fire. <sighs> Is probably better. I mean, the first term is really. We're getting off track here. Well, not really. But yeah, those those guys are all. Yeah, they're all people that you just wouldn't believe. Like, huh? And God was like. But that's that 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 proves the power of God, not the greatness of someone who is thrust into great times. And in the case of Moses, it wasn't just Moses; it was like generations of his people after him. Right. Well, wasn't everybody dead? Were they? What do you mean? Wasn't everybody dead? Well, everybody in between the two the two rivers. Well, yeah. But. Well, not his people. Sure, only the only people survived was his family. That's what I mean, though. His family, like, it wasn't just Moses; it was his family afterwards. Yeah, but what if Moses was single? He wasn't. Again. He'd have to he'd have to find himself a bride, but but you know yes. Now now we're getting off track. But okay, that's all I really wanted to say. The people in power think we're crazy. Think we're dumb. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, is dumb dupe? To be duped is means kind of kind of has a dumb. To, to me it has a connotation. You can't be duped if you're if you're smart. So if you talk about a dupe, someone being a dupe, you're saying they're dumb. So someone being a dupe is someone who's a mark. Someone who's so, so when you describe yourself as a dupe, you're saying you're a mark. When I describe myself as a dupe, I'm saying that the grifters have pretty much categorized me as someone to be taken advantage of. Okay. I may not be subjectively stupid. It doesn't go well though for those grifters that try and take advantage of you. I've seen grifters try and take advantage of you. So you're not that much of a dupe because you see them coming. 
And yet, and but at the, on the same token, because I'm not in the in crowd, I'm not getting any. I'm not getting any leg up. Yeah. But is it is it worth being in the in crowd? Well, that's a philosophical question. And to, to me, my my answer is always no. And my life pretty much is an example of that. Yeah, I don't know if my answer to that is no or not. Because there's only so much food you can eat, so many meaningless sex you can have, so much money you can amass. But if I was offered that, I don't know. Oh, I'd probably, I'd go down the road, definitely. I just wouldn't stay on it. Yeah. Because I've gone down that road several times with all those things, food, sex, and money. Yeah. And I... It's fun for a little while. For a very little while. It doesn't even last a month. The food or the sex part. I think for a lot of people, they enjoy it a lot longer than a month. Well, then there's a... There's a big hole somewhere that needs to be tended to. We all have big holes that need to be tended to. I, I just think that some people have bigger holes than others. Yeah. And just by that simple fact doesn't make anyone better than anybody else. Sometimes people try and fill it up with drugs. Again, you fill it up with whatever. Right. Or try to. But you usually fill it up with bad shit. You fill it up with stuff that's not going to fill it up. Yeah. I think that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Time for chili.